everybody, and welcome once again to another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I'm excited that you decided to join me once again. We're going to have a great time tonight, and I'm just, I'm just excited. Uh, Jesus is so good to us, and he is good to you, and, I'm, and I give him praise tonight uh, for you. So tonight we're going to be back in our series entitled Overcoming Our Fears. This is part number 13. So if you have not heard part 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, all the way back to part one, make sure you do it. It's going to bless you as you catch back up with us, okay? But tonight we're going to have a great time, so I'm glad that you're here. Those of you that are joining us by way of Roku, uh, hi, hi everybody, hello, hello, I'm glad to see you guys at home there. And uh, those of you that are joining us by way of the YouTube, hello. Uh, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell notification. And if this video blesses you, yes, uh, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, and leave a comment if you would like. That would really bless us. Those of you that are listening by way of podcast, uh, I hope that you are enjoying this presentation as well. Leave us a comment as well uh, when applicable. Uh, but definitely, if you want to uh, get in touch with us, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. Click the contact button. And while you're there, if you like, hit the donation button too. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started with the word of prayer. And then we're going to dive right into the word. I've got some special things that I want to share with you tonight. Oh, we're going to have a ball tonight. Let's pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for my friend that is right now watching and listening from all around the world. Lord, I pray that you would richly bless them tonight, that you would heal them and that you would deliver them and make them completely whole. Father, I pray that you would manifest your great love toward us because perfect fear casts, I'm rather perfect love, my God, perfect love casts out all fear. And we thank you, Lord, that your love even casts out the perfect fear too. So, Lord, we appreciate you tonight, and we just love you so much, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my friends. Tonight, I want to start off with another testimony. I told you I have um, a lot of testimonies as it relates to fear and how I have overcome them and, of course, am still overcoming. We are overcomers. So some of these may be a little bit uncomfortable, of course, for me, but if it makes you laugh, then go ahead and laugh. Hallelujah. It's completely fine. All right. So let me tell you about this scenario. As we tonight will continue to talk about uh, who you are. And it's important to know. Uh, it's two, two very important things for, for you to know. Two very important. One, it's important for you to know how God thinks of you. And two, it's important to know how you think about yourself. We saw that last week in the, in, the, in the account of Gideon, how he thought of himself and how the Lord thinks about him. Remember, how the Lord thinks about us is ultimately the right picture. It is the right picture, and we must agree and say yes and amen to it. But it also, uh, it also matters how you think about you. But even in your weakness, the Lord Jesus can still get the glory. Even in your weakness, even as we are progressing on this journey, God will still get the glory as long as you are submitted to him. All right, here we go. Here's this testimony. All right, so uh, once upon a time, not too long ago, maybe about 10 years ago now, so 7, 8, 9, 10, something like that, uh, I was called to a church to sit on a panel. It was a panel discussion. 
So me, I was on one end of the panel, and there may have been other, maybe six or seven other people on the stage, maybe eight. And uh, it wasn't a very large church, so I just want to give you a clear, uh, clear picture. It was maybe medium-sized church, so maybe about between two and 300 people in the room, something like that. So anyway, uh, they, the whole thing made me uncomfortable in the first place, so that was, that was number one. But because I knew the pastor there, I agreed he really wanted me there, so I went ahead and, and appeared there anyway. So maybe that's a flag there, but anyway, um, it was time for it. I was already somewhat nervous. Of course, why was I nervous? Because I was looking at me, wondering if I would have all the, the right answers to say and so forth and so on. All right, so this thing is there, cameras are rolling and people are there and all that. And so the moderator, I can tell you because it was like it was, like it was yesterday, I'm telling you. Uh, the moderator is there, he's on one side, and uh, he's giving out the questions uh, to the pastors as they go on through, and they're giving their answers, and everything is going fine. He's asking for volunteers. I'm not volunteering very much because, remember, I'm still sort of nervous about this thing. Let's make it plain. I'm a bit fearful. I'm a bit fearful. Now, here, am I pastoring? Absolutely. Am I a prayer warrior? Absolutely. Do I know the word? Absolutely. But there's still something that I've allowed to tick in the back of my mind, some faults that are still overcoming. I had not learned yet, had not learned yet to control your breathing. Control your breathing. I had not learned yet to focus and really come to the, to the realization of it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter. Uh, and for me to stop projecting my thoughts on other people. You know, but that's another story. We'll get to that a little bit later. All right. So everything's going fine. Lots of people in the room, lots of feedback and so forth and so on. So finally, it comes time for me and I've got to respond uh, to a question. And so as it comes along, it, hits, it comes to me, and, and what do I do? Some of you know it. I began to stammer, and I began to stutter. Oh, boy. So I'm in front of this. I'm up on the stage in front of all these people all around the room, and my heart, da-doom, 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 da-doom. I'm feeling this, and I'm beginning, uh, 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 and I'm doing, I'm, I am wrestling. What may have been only two or three minutes, maybe it seemed like a lifetime as I'm trying to get this out. And I pause for a moment, try to get my composure. And I started again, stuttered, da, 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 but then I eventually captured and I went out and I went on and everything was OK. So throughout the rest of the event, uh, since I was over that first hurdle, I was able to speak more plainly uh, throughout the rest of it, and that was it. You know, maybe it lasted, maybe the whole thing lasted maybe two and a half hours or so, but I was exhausted afterwards because it was such an emotional battle for me. So as the event closed, I'm like, my God, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, and I'm feeling so embarrassed you know, I'm feeling so embarrassed as, as I walk off the stage and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to leave, trying to get out of there. People are shaking, man. Thank you. Thank you. Some look at me like, you know, all this stuff and stuff. And I'm seeing that as I was uh, 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 stuttering, I'm seeing people, you know, again. All right. So I finally leave, get out of there. 
maybe that day or maybe a week later, this is what I hear back. The, the, the moderator or the head pastor called me and said, you know what? You blessed the people so much that day. Of course, and I said, what? <laughs> he said, they, you blessed them so that day. Now, I had spoken at this church before a number of times. So I said, what do you mean that I blessed the people that day? Uh, you know, wh- what happened? He said, when they saw, and uh, uh, evidently a number of people were there, and he said, when they saw you struggling, that was the word, I believe, when they saw you struggling and how you, how you overcame it, it said it shot their faith level up. And they thought, well, if he can do that, and I know him, and, 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 and if he can do, if, if he has that issue and he's still this and that, you know, then there's hope. You know, so, and I said, of course, wow, I didn't, I didn't understand that. So even in my weakness, the Lord was able to use that to bring glory to his people, and it increased their faith level. So what I thought was, a, oh my God, this is, some, this is a disaster. It seemed like I would have known this from the other time in prison, right? <laughs> um, if you haven't heard of that testimony, go back. I don't know which one is on, but I give the testimony about my visit to prison. Anyway, uh, not being in prison, but visiting someone else that was there. All right, that's another story. Anyway, uh, so it seems like I would have learned from that, but I didn't. But uh, again, in my weakness is his strength made perfect. But the whole thing was about what I thought about me and what I thought I did know or didn't know, how prepared I, I thought I was. The whole thing, remember, fear makes you focus on you and not on God. When we're in our panic attacks, when we're in those seasons you know, fear will eclipse, try its best to eclipse your view of the Father, eclipse your view of his power, his might, and his ability. Fear will try to put your eyes out so that you will only see you, only see your ability. Now, going back, I would have told my younger self, hey, calm down, breathe, 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 because fear has some physiological changes. You know, when you're involved in a panic attack or you're fearful, you you begin to breathe quickly, quickly, and your mind begins to race. Your mind begins to race. And what was your mind doing? It's calculating what could happen, what so-and-so is saying. You become a quote-unquote fortune teller. Now you know what everybody's thinking. Now you, all of a sudden, you have this, uh, you have this divine knowledge. You know how they're laughing at you. You know those two over there that are in conversation. You know they're talking about you. You know, it gives you all this false information. It's false The fact of the matter is, some could care less what's going on. They just want you to be quiet and move on because they they really have to go anyway. Can somebody say amen? All right. So here again, fear tries to put your eyes out so that you won't see God, so that you won't think about him, and you only think about yourself, you only think about what's happening, and you also think about what other people are thinking. And these are all the wrong things, all this false information. Instead, control your breathing. Breathe in, breathe out. They'll tell you uh, many 
psychologists or doctors tell you to control your breathing, that is, um, maybe breathe in for six seconds or four seconds, five seconds, whatever's comfortable for you. Breathe that in and then blow it out. Breathe it in, blow it out. Before you get into that, into that moment when you know that you're going to have these reactions, go ahead and do a little bit of that breathing. Take a two or three minutes if you can and just breathe in, calm yourself, calm yourself, and then think on the Lord. Think that he is with you. The Lord said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. All right. Think about that you are loved and accepted and that you are safe. Begin to bring, bring your thought, bring your thoughts. I mean, take those unruly thoughts captive and declare, no, I'm not going to think those. I'm just going to think right here upon the word of God. Now, how do you do that? Let's go there for a moment. How do you stop yourself from thinking something? Very simple, very simple. All right, let's, let's do a little experiment. We've done this a number of times here at the church. Let's, let, let's do it together, okay? All right, so even if you're riding down the road now or at the gym, you don't have to be seeing this. You can do this, all right? So all of you that can, uh, go ahead and do this with me. All right, so the question was, how can I stop myself from thinking this? All right, now, take for a moment. I want you, just mentally, just in, in your mind, I want you to... Uh, count one to 30. All right. Count one to 30. All right. So you, I want you to think about that. Concentrate on numbers. One, two, three, four, and you're counting. All right. You're counting. You're counting inside. Okay. Now at the same time, I want you to say your ABCs. All right. So let, let's do this first. Let's go ahead. You go ahead and start just thinking about the numbers. All right. Then I'll tell you when to say your ABCs, okay? All right, so let's go ahead and start now thinking about the numbers. So you're thinking one, not saying out loud, you're thinking in your mind. You're thinking one, two, three. All right, you got it? And you're going on thinking about it. Got the numbers going on in your head. All right, now as you're still thinking about those numbers and the numbers are still counting, now I want you to say your ABCs. A, B, say them out loud. A, B, C, D. All right. What happened? All right. What happened is you stopped thinking about the numbers. And when you began to speak, your voice stopped the thought process. Does that make sense? Your voice, when you began to say, you began to focus on what you're saying, it stopped the counting. It stopped the thinking. All right. So let's bring this into real world. When you're in that testing moment, that panic attack moment, and your brain, your mind is racing, this is happening, that's happening, this is happening, that's happening. Uh, they're not here yet. This is happening, that's happening. And there's, there may be saying, they may be saying this, oh, something may be happening to them. Oh, this, oh, this, all this false information, and you're looking at you. Oh, I don't have it, don't have it. All right, so all that's going on. Then I want you to breathe, breathe, and begin to say, Begin to declare the word of God over your life. Father, I thank you that I'm loved and accepted. Father, I thank you that you are with me, that you never leave me nor forsake me. Father, I thank you that you are my shepherd and I shall not want. Father, I thank you that I'm an overcomer. Father, I thank you that greater is he who's within me than he that is in the world. You see, you began to speak those words. You began to say it out. If you can say nothing else, just say, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus covers me. The blood of Jesus redeems me. 
The blood of Jesus has made me righteous in the sight of God. I am redeemed. Begin to declare who you are in him. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of God. All right. You can even take authority over the spirit of fear. You say, in the name of Jesus, I bind you spirit of fear. You shall not take me captive. I bind you in the name of Jesus and I cast you from my life. I resist you now in Jesus name. You got me? So we have to take authority over our thought life. Don't let the enemy run you because he will run you in your thinking. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, when you're in that moment of pressure, in that moment of stress, see, sometimes we're going to have to, when you know you're going to have to go there, prepare yourself for the battle. Prepare yourself for the battle. You know you have to go and sit on the panel. You know you have to say something in the classroom. You know you have to say something at work. You know you have to say something at church or wherever it is, wherever your battlefield is, wherever the panic attack comes on you. If you know you're going to have to go there, prepare for the battle. Prepare for the battle. Already have these scriptures in heart. Uh, have them hide the word of God in your heart. Already hide them. Already know them. And declare them over and over and over and over and over again. So that when that time comes up, you'll be ready to say, it is written. It is written. It is written. Remember, the time to um, be ready is not the time to get ready. The time to be ready is not the time to get ready. You already have to be ready. If you got to go in the ring and fight somebody, you know, you're a prize fighter. You know, you know, you got to do that tomorrow. That's not the time to start training the day before. <laughs> you know, you got the months or years prior to that. You're 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 training. Right. So train now if you're in a place now you're not afraid you're not fearful you're not having a panic attack panic attack begin to pray now begin to pray and begin to declare god's word search the scriptures see what he said and i'll give you a few things tonight before we leave uh, about maybe seven or eight things and we'll start tonight and then we'll pick up on next time seven or eight things and uh for you to consider as you prepare for that upcoming battle now, remember, we're in this series right now and you're watching this right now and listening to this right now out of the billions of people on this planet, out of the billions. And there are billions of people on this planet. God has hand selected you to see this and to watch this. Why? Because you have something to say. You have something to do for the kingdom of God. And the enemy has been tormenting you and taunting you with fear in an effort to make you silent so that you won't speak at that opportune time. He's been trying to train you or corral you uh, and get you in position so that when that time comes, you won't say because you're because you'll have the control of fear. But we have news for him. God is training you. He is preparing you so that when it's that time, the father will speak through you. Hallelujah to the glory of God. Now, listen, when they see you, they won't just be seeing you, but they'll see the father through you. When they hear you, they won't just be hearing you. They'll hear the father through you. They'll hear his voice through you. When they feel you, they touch you. They're not just touching you. They're touching the father through you. Glory to God. I'm telling you. The Holy Spirit is going to work through you so massively, so massively that it's going to shake the world. It's going to shake the world. Hallelujah. You believe what I'm telling you now? He's going to shake the world. There is a gift that's on the inside of you. And listen, 
the battle that we the battles that we encounter are are always in direct proportion uh, to the size of the prize. The size of the battle is always in direct proportion to the size of the prize. One more time. The size of the battle, the size of the warfare is always in direct proportion to the size of the prize. What are we talking about? Well, if you've had tremendous battles, that's because there's tremendous victory. There's something over here that is, that is, oh, that is so great that you're meant to get. And the devil's trying to hold you from this, right? So if you've had a little bit of struggle, then there's a little bit of a prize. There's, there's a little bit of advancement there. But if you have really struggled in this area, then there's something that you're going to really do. You're really going to leave a mark that's going to change the world. Hallelujah. Now, again, this may not be a global change, but it will change your world and the world of those that are around you. Glory to God. You know, if we just reach one, just one, isn't it at all worth it? But of course, there will be more than that. But let's not focus on the many that we step over the one. The one is valuable to God. The one Jesus shed his blood for the one. He went to the cross for the one. Hallelujah, for the one. And that one, of course, is many. But you and I, let's focus on that one, reaching that one. And the Lord will give you the many. Does that make sense? All right, so you've had a, a horrible struggle with this because there is a tremendous prize. All right, so out of all those that are watching, all those that are listening, Right now, all those that could listen and watch, God selected you because he is preparing you. He's preparing you. And listen, he that has begun a good work in you will complete it. You will be ready. Glory to God. Just remember these keys, okay? So again, uh, our time is running out for today. Uh, remember these keys. Breathe, either even amount in, even amount out. I don't want to give you a number uh, like like four seconds breathing in and breathing out four seconds. You know, do what's comfortable. If four, if four seconds is comfortable, great. If five, if you do six, whatever. But breathe in, breathe out. Remember when your mind starts racing, it starts racing, begin to speak, begin to say. All right? All right. Now let me give you, all right, eight things. These eight things, and we'll go over these next time we're together. Eight things that you need to, need to consider uh, in that moment and eight things we need to consider um, before that moment occurs. And then, we'll, then we will pray, and then we're going to close out for today, okay? All right. So we said before, it matters how you see yourself, and it matters also how God sees you. And let me, I can add a third thing, too. It matters also how you see God. How do you see him? Do you see him as a mighty conqueror, mighty warrior? Do you see him as a loving father, prince of peace? Do you see him as having a lightning bolt going to strike you down if you do something wrong? You feel intimidated when you, when you think about God? It matters. All of that matters. Let, let's just clear the, the air right now. Your father loves you. God loves you. And if you're in Christ Jesus, the Bible says in Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. God has given us a new life in Christ, and Jesus took the punishment for your sins. We can say that over and over and over and over again. Jesus was punished for you. The chastisement 
uh, for your peace was upon him. Jesus was chastised. He was punished for you. And because the wrath of God came upon Jesus for you, there now remains no wrath in God's eyes for you. Hope I'm saying that right. Hope, hope you're getting that. Because God punished Jesus for you upon the cross, he has no more wrath concerning you. That's why there is no condemnation, because Jesus was condemned for you. The innocent became guilty so that the guilty could become innocent. And now in Christ Jesus, you are complete. We're going we're gonna to see these things. I can't wait really to get them all to you. But again, so you should not see Father God. You shouldn't see him as wrathful and vengeful concerning you if you are in Christ because Jesus took all of that away. And the Bible says, as a matter of fact, that we are reconciled to God. And I can't wait to get, on, get in on that uh, on one of these Sundays as we're uh, currently in the series, uh, Get Up. We're going to talk about reconciliation, how you reconcile to God. So it's just, oh, just, it's just a wonderful time to live in. All right, so let me show you these eight things, and we'll pick up on these on the next time. Eight things for you to think about and meditate on and really get into and really get them in you uh, before the time of battle occurs. If you're really strong in these, really strong in these, then you will, you will see that your heart will be fortified against the enemy and, these, and his old tricks won't work anymore. Got it? All right. Here are these eight things. Here's how Father sees you, all right? Number one, he sees you as forgiven. Again, if you are in Christ Jesus, if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God sees you as forgiven. He sees you as complete. And I'll give you scriptures for all these later on. He sees you as complete. Number three, did I say two? Okay, let's back up. One, he sees you as forgiven. And, and, and I'm thankful that you don't have to be perfect, <laughs> by the way. So we thank God for that. Uh, he sees you as complete. He sees you as uh, blameless. He sees you as loved and accepted. He sees you as valuable. He sees you as never condemned. He sees you as safe. He sees you uh, as an entirely new creature. We're going to stop that right there today. I want to let you guys know that we love you. Keep these keys in mind. And um, remember, we love you. And let's pray. Father, I pray for my friend that is right now listening and watching. Lord, I pray that you would continue to bless them and keep them. Uh, that heaven would smile upon them and that you would give them the revelation of who they really are in Christ. Keep their families. Keep them safe. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'll see you next time. Remember, Jesus loves you and we do too. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. Stop by the website, kingdomrock.org and uh, give us a comment. Let us know we love you. I mean, let us know that you appreciate the program, that you're getting something out of it. All right, see you next time. Bye-bye.